With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For one more beer for me, exile means quality, so savagely. It's Reaction Podcast following Iowa's historic 63 to nothing victory over the Illini. The worst loss in Illinois history. And Iowa and Illinois don't play for a traveling trophy. But man, this is a, uh, that's the type of trophy that I like to have, especially given my, uh, let's say, friendly, uh, friendly and good natured rivalry I have with several of my Illini fan friends. It is Kirk Ferentz's 150th victory at Iowa, which puts him in a very exclusive club in the Big Ten, in the history of the Big Ten, with only, um, what is it, uh, four other coaches hitting that milestone as head coaches in the Big Ten. He is definitely one of the legends there. Iowa... Iowa beat Illinois 63-0 on the total scoreboard. Iowa's defense beat Illinois 7-0 in defensive points scored. And Iowa's special teams beat Illinois 7-0 in points scored. What a day for A.J. Epinesa. He had, uh, gosh, multiple sacks, blocked punt, and a scoop and a score that I think he actually punched the ball out. And he did all those things in the span of five plays. A sack. So so he had the... um, he had the touchdown, scoop and score. The very next time he was on the field, he gets a sack, and then three plays after that, he gets the block punt on a punt safe, where he just totally bowled over his man on the day. AJ with eight total tackles, one and a half sacks, three and a half tackles for loss. That's got to be worth some type of Big Ten player of the game uh, that you would think. Iowa with, I mean, just 400 yards of offense. In 63 points, 60 total plays. So Iowa averaged over a point per play in a football game, which is quite a bit, actually. 400 yard total yards for Iowa, 231 for Illinois. Illinois did get 149 yards in the ground, but they only averaged um, 3.5 yards per rush. Iowa going over the 200-yard rushing mark on this day. And for the first time all season, they had a 100-yard rusher. Makai Sargent, 17 totes, 121 yards, two touchdowns, a long of 29. Torn Young, 14 carries, 67 yards. in two touchdowns as well with a long of 17. Nate Stanley, 13 of 21, 178 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Noah Fant, I think played every play in the first quarter of this game. Uh, had, what was it, five targets to lead the team in targets, three catches for his 54 yards and a touchdown. Brandon Smith with four targets, three catches, 39 yards. TJ Hawkinson, two catches, three targets, 48 yards, including the long of 37 for a score. Noah Fant's long was also 37 yards in this game. The offense was solid. 
Uh, Illinois looked like it quit about a quarter and a half into this game. And you rarely see that. You see, you rarely see something like that. Over 170 yards passing, by the way, in the first half for Iowa. But yeah, Illinois just quit. Man, it's yeah, not often that happens. 21st downs for Iowa to 11 for Illinois. Iowa 5 of 12 on third. Illinois just 2 of 17. Holy cow, that is incredible. Uh, 60 plays for Iowa, like I mentioned, 73 for Illinois. Illinois with four turnovers in this game. Iowa gets up three gets to three sacks in this game. That puts him at 30 for the year. So the first time in the Ferentz era where one of his teams will get to 30 sacks, they will fail to get to 10 wins. Iowa now seven and four if they beat North Nebraska next week, eight and four if they win their bowl game, then nine and four. They can't get to ten. So this will be the first time when Iowa gets to thirty sacks as a team that they do not get at least ten victories on that particular season. Eleven total tackles for loss for Iowa in this game. This is an Illinois team that put up over three hundred and fifty yards rushing last week uh, against Nebraska. This is a, this is an Illinois team that beat Minnesota fifty five thirty one a couple of weeks ago. And in that game against the Golden and Goofers, uh, Illinois racked up 430 yards rushing, 646 total yards, and 55 points. Last week in a loss at Nebraska, Illinois scored 35 points, and they had 509 total yards, including 383 rushing. And Iowa... Shut them out. Shut them out. Held them to 149 yards rushing and 231 total yards. That's just a dominant performance any way you look at it. And, you know, I saw a lot of snark on my Twitter timeline this week. Well, you know, Noah Fant related. Or, oh, you know, look, they can beat an easy opponent. I guess. I get what you're saying. I understand. It's frustrating. You don't want to see your team lose. That was enjoyable. That was an enjoyable little trip this afternoon. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday we'll find out why Noah Fant's snap counts have been low. Maybe we won't. Maybe there'll be a difference of opinion. I don't know. It will be perplexing, regardless of what the answer is. But... I mean, like I tell my wife sometimes, until you develop that time machine, the past is past and you can't change it. Obviously, you don't want to let past mistakes or past decisions that weren't maybe great threaten future decisions. But being that I don't know exactly what the reasons are, I certainly can't confidently talk about those things. So, a mystery is what it will remain. There's no bigger fan of the Hawkeyes than the staff at Iowa's premier dish retailer, Big Dog Satellite and Solar. If you can't watch live, there's no better way to record every game than the hopper from Dish. Search or call Big Dog today and ask for the Hawkeye Tailgater Special. And at 7-4, and four, with Nebraska coming to town on six days, six days from now, Nebraska will be in Iowa City. Iowa basically didn't play their starters for the last quarter and a half. While Nebraska was involved in a rock fight against a very physical Michigan State team. Nebraska today struggled to put up points. 
You know, a lot of people struggle to put up points against Michigan State. That is not all that uncommon. Um, but it was a 9-6 to six type of game, played with a lot of snow, very poor conditions. And by the way, the weather conditions next Friday in Iowa City look pretty raw as well. Um, total stats in that particular game, um, Nebraska with just 14 first downs, 4-14 on third down, 248 total yards, um, 103 rushing. I mean, they did, they did what they had to do. Both teams with two turnovers. I think bad weather probably favors Iowa, and maybe considerably, because Adrian Martinez is a bit negated. What Nebraska wants to do is a bit more predictable. I'm not sitting here saying that Iowa is a house of fire offensively. But I think that will favor Iowa. And we'll talk more about that this week. Pat Hardy just tweeted... um, this was Iowa's biggest shutout since a 66-0 victory over Northern Iowa in 1997. And also a little bit about next week, one of Nebraska's offensive linemen saying he just can't wait to beat Iowa. You know that'll be all over Chris Doyle's wall this week and be used as a little inf- uh, inspirational fodder for the Hawkeyes. The other coaches that Kirk Ferentz joins in the um, 150 club, Woody Hayes, Amos Alonzo Stagg, Bo Schembechler, and Joe Paterno. That's not bad. That's not bad. So congratulations to Kirk Ferentz. Good man, good coach. And we will put a pin in this one right here because it was such a slaughter. (laughs) What do you say? Pure domination. We'll talk to you soon.